Drake, but not when they're watching this. Oh, listening shoot, no. to this. It's oh shoot, you're right. Wow, it's, we're recording. We're recording this almost a week in advance. It's too early because the I'm po- still <laughs> reeling from editing the last one. Well, because I the, the last one went up late. I didn't. I didn't. It didn't get uploaded till Christmas evening. So we're sorry about that, everybody. I'm, I'm sorry. I just. Happy New Year's Eve, everybody. Happy. happy that's, wait. that's when this one comes out. No. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve? Is that a thing? Yes. Happy New Year's Eve, everyone. Yeah, you know, the day before New Year's? The 31st of December? Oh, I've, I always consider that New Year's. I guess the first is New Year's, and the <laughs> other is New Year's Eve. Yeah, that's why it's always a New Year's Eve party. It's Dick Clark's rockin' New Year's Eve. Not anymore, it's not. Oh, yeah, now it's Ryan Seacrest's uh, okayest uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah, it went downhill fast. After the sh- after Dick Clark had his stroke, pretty much it started to go downhill. It got better when he after a couple of years when he started to recover more. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. and Ryan killed it <laughs> with his Him. gross polished shoes. Yeah, but uh, so how was your Christmas? How was my Christmas? Who who, do, who wants to go first? Oh, you asked me, and then you. I think you, do you want to go first? I don't know. You sounded eager to tell me how your Christmas went. I mean, it was fine. We, oh. had, we had Christmas. Okay, well, there you go. Um, I mostly got money because uh, that's what I asked for because I have student loans to pay. Mm. Ooh, you got the asmr food for a snack. Ooh, listen to that apple crunch. I'm sorry, audience. It's early in the morning. My boy has to wake up. So he got an apple for energy. But he didn't want to get a, a cup of tea. A cup of coffee. A cup of coffee. Um... So yeah, I got two pairs of socks, mm. as is expected with any Christmas for me. Mm. Uh, one of them is finally I got Maryland flag socks. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I'm wearing some nice pickle Rick socks mm. now. That's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Evelyn's. You'll like those. I will like them. Uh, Evelyn's present to everyone in the family was coffee mugs that she colored on. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and they have like. Uh, like, my grandma had, like, GG written on it, like, imprinted on it, because that's what she goes by, because mm. she's great-grandma. Grandmama. My dad got Pop-Pop. Uh, I got E, just for Ethan. That's fair. Yeah. I thought you were going to get nerd. <laughs> well, because also, Evelyn doesn't really have a name for me, mm. because uncle is kind of a hard word to say when you're uh, not even a year and a half old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she just kind of looks at me and smiles. She, like, looks at me and she's like, I like this one. He is a good man. Mm. I don't know what words to use for him. Mm. Um, I got her, Evelyn a vacuum cleaner right. for Christmas. And you told me about that. <laughs> and my mom got her a hobby unicorn. Not a hobby horse. What is a hobby unicorn? Oh, a I unicorn. see. I see. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, my grandmother got her an, a Raggedy Ann doll, mm. which is very cute. My dad bought her a tricycle. Really, this Christmas was about getting presents for a baby. That's what. That's really what it was. That's about how it goes, really. Everyone else got, like, one present each, and and Evelyn got mm, probably, like, 15 presents. That's okay. Yeah. My, my uh, dad got a kale razor from my grandmother. What the heck is a kale razor? You put the stem through it and pull it through, and it shreds off all the leaves, so you don't have to pick it off yourself. It's called a razor? Mm-hmm. Oh, I see, like a shaving razor. Oh, I was thinking more like a razor, the way you raise something to the ground. Like when you, uh, the, the, the raising of the field. 
Okay. Nice. When raping the land. Mm. How about your Christmas? What was your haul like? Mm. Thoroughly decked. I got an Apple Watch. Whoa, that's neat. It's on my wrist. Whoa, I didn't even see it. I know. That's that's so cool. Yeah, it is cool. I'm still, I feel like an old man. And you're like, huh, you can't see it. You're like holding it like a foot and a half away from I, your face. I, a little bit. I'm Look, trying. Looking down your bifocals at it. I'm trying to figure out <clears throat> what all the things it does. Yeah. Like it can, it, like it, it, it gets buzzes mm-hmm. from like the texts and other alerts from my phone. Which normally I can't feel, but now it's attached to my wrist. So, like, in the middle of the night, a buzz went off. I was like, mm, I was trying to sleep. <laughs> and it was an alert from, like, my bank. And I was like, no more alerts from my bank. <laughs> and I got, I was getting texts from the group chat. Mm-hmm. And during dinner, I was like, I don't want these now. And I put it on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> Like no more alerts from the group usually chat. Usually, you toss your phone away and then you go and exactly. do, go about your business. Um, I think the funniest thing about the funniest thing that old people do uh, when they age is when they have to get bifocals because now they are both nearsighted and farsighted. Mm. So they have to look down their glasses like this to be able to see things that are closer. Like, What's going on with you? I think that's that's very funny. Well. Well, yeah, because the way they're weighted is the, yeah. the close thing is here. Oh yeah, I I know. I just think it's th- like the idea, like when like an old person, an older person, like checks their phone and they're like, "What's going on with this? Who's who's trying to talk to me? I don't I don't care about this right now." Pretty much how you act, but instead they have to look down their nose at it. All right, that's fair. Um, you got some smash. My good. Your pa- your parents took all the heavy hints of you saying, "Oh, but I don't have smash." Stare at parents <laughs> longingly. <laughs> smash. I've seen more Waluigi in it than I have Wario. Oh, because he's the assist the, trophy. The, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's your? Who, who are you mainlining so far? Uh, cocaine. <laughs> um, but, oh, you mean in the game? Yes. 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 Or do you just kind of play each character as you unlock them? Um. Yeah. Because I've noticed that that tends to be the theme. Well, because there's so many, and you unlock them so quickly. Yeah. Like, every, like, four games you play, it's like, hey, guess what's coming? It's like a new challenge or a well, new unless you cha- play multiplayer, then I think it's after every round. Hmm, possible. Mm, possible. Very possible. I'll probably... No, it can't possibly be that I'm, fast. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, that's <laughs> just because there's... A, the whole thing, there's a whole thing to like unlock all the characters a lot faster. Mm-hmm. But you have to turn off the switch, turn it back on, boot up the game, play a match, and then it'll be like new challenger. Turn off the switch, turn on. Is the switch. that faster? Yes. Of course, it probably only makes, takes like a minute for it to turn off and on. All right. I don't know. Whenever I'm waiting for something to turn on and off, I feel like that's one of the longest moments of my life. Mm. Uh. So that's fun. Anything, any other major major items? Uh, some nice D and D modules. Ooh. Dungeon of the Mad Mage, which is a good one. Yeah. I told you about that one before. No. Oh my God, mm. Ethan. Yes. It is a mega dungeon. Okay. Mega dungeons describe like the dungeons. I don't have you. Have you actually ever explored any dungeons? No. 
I mean, we were in the sewers for that one campaign, so it's kind of like a dungeon. That'd be considered a Well, a dungeon doesn't necessarily well, mean... Yeah, but it's like the encapsulated spaces more so. Yes, it normally means a, uh, a closed-off place filled with enemies that you have to Something explore. Something more akin to uh, an on-the-rails shoot, like, not on-the-rails, uh, like a non-open-world game. Mm. Like the old Fallout's. Not necessarily. I mean, when you think about, like in Skyrim, it's a dungeon. You open it up and you yeah. go in. You explore it. But a lot of houses can be ex- considered dungeons. So, like the oh, the, like, uh, the monster house that we went into. Yes, that would be considered a dungeon. That was it's very, very famous. It's a very famous one. It's um, horrible. I hated every second of it. I know, and it put you in the mood for stride, didn't it? No, I hated it. You guys stopped trusting children. <laughs> we all immediately hated children after that, forever and always. Um, that was a big bite of an apple before a sentence. I will be honest. I'm trying to vamp so you can chew it down a little bit more. It's all right. I can talk about my mouth. All right. Well, you're in for a treat, audience. Um, but a mega dungeon mm. is something that you cannot explore. <laughs> it explores one... you. It did. No, that it's... one's Scottish, not Russian. It explores you. Mm. Um. <laughs> It's something. It's something that you like. You can't explore in one session. Oh, in one session. It's a humongous. I think it has twenty-five levels. It's essentially open world. It's basically its own setting. Yeah. The mega dungeon is, and it takes the the adventure module with this mega dungeon takes your takes characters who start at level five to level twenty. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. So they're planar adventurers. That is, you level 15 in a dungeon? That's a lot of levels, Bo. I'm well aware of it. How was the highest level I've had? I think a level 4? Mm, 5. Was it 5 with um that last campaign with Kelmer and Amy? Or maybe it was even 6. Hmm, I don't it's possible you leveled up and then we just didn't do the book work and it died. Yeah. Yeah. It fizzled out. Yeah, that's cool. You got some D and D stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I worked yesterday on Christmas. Well, I don't believe in it. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's a twenty-four hour uh, security job. Like it's, it has to be surveilled twenty-four hours. I didn't do anything. I watched videos on my phone. I understand that, but I, I don't. And I don't believe it in was it. paying a half. So it was like fifteen bucks an hour. I like that for eight hours of sitting on my bum. That's nice. And doing some work. Mm. Well, doing little to no work. Because it's not like any trucks were running that day to come hmm. come in and out. You didn't have to check anybody's lunchboxes. Yeah, no lunchboxes needed to be checked. Just my own. Oh, Bo. So, uh, audience, my mom made me a crab quiche for uh, Christmas breakfast because I, I went over there before my shift started. And she also made me some mac and cheese to take to work. Bo, I ate just about an entire crock pot of mac and cheese. Good. I am still full from it. <laughs> Oh, because whenever I visit my mom, I do this thing where I, because she always makes me a lot of food when I come over to be a mother, uh, and I gorge myself until I'm full. Mm-hmm. This and it's like the second the uh, here's my hunger level like right. it's done it's n- not there and then it starts to come back and then I eat I just it the second I am not no longer stuffed to the brim I eat more yes so um I did that while I was at her house I ate a quiche and a half. Mm. A whole quiche and a half. That's too much. Nah, 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 nah. And then, uh, 
I when I went to work, I di- proceeded to also do that with my mac and cheese. Mm. Yeah, because I was still full from quiche when I went to work. So I just oh, I microwaved the mac and cheese to get warm again, sat it on the desk, and took a bite like every fifteen minutes. Mm. Um, that's how you got to do it, man. No, it's not how you got to. Uh, have you ha- have you had uh, my mother's food? I assume no. Mm, have you? No, I have not. Oh yeah, because when uh, back when uh, she was giving me food at college, it was all meat food. Mm-hmm. But we had that nice Omaha steak uh, thing that had those apple tartlets. That was not nice. You made chicken bake pork chops to try to crush <laughs> my spirits. <laughs> I didn't. Tanner did. And now I hate him. <laughs> and now I ate him. Uh, and now we have the tartlets. You ate the... Tanner? Oh, yeah. He's, you he's, ate him? He's long gone. I shake and baked him. Mm. It's the old shake and bake routine. <laughs> you batter up a friend, put him in an oven, and then eat him. Uh, no, we also had the potatoes au gratin. Mm. I would uh, annoy my dad when I was younger because I would pronounce it au gratin. Au gratin. Even though it is a German word? <laughs> yeah, I would go, no, it's French. And he would go, it is German? And I would go, potatoes au gratin. Au gratin. I think that's a much better way to say it than au gratin. Potatoes au gratin. <laughs> au gratin. Oh, yes. <laughs> I would like some of your best potato, potato au gratin. <laughs> And then you get shot. And then I'm not allowed back at that restaurant. <laughs> Dead men tell no tales. Dead men tell no tales. I was uh, I saw a, a screenshot from one of the one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Do you know anyone who pronounces it Pirates of the Caribbean? Because Caribbean sounds adventurous and fun, but Caribbean sounds like you're having mimosas on a beach. One of them is correct. I think it's Pirates of the Caribbean. No, actually, both of them are correct. Both of them are correct, but in the context of the the Pirates movie, I think it, it, most people say Caribbean. Yeah, I think that's because Caribbean sounds like a rum drink. Caribbean sounds like spice trade. Yeah, um, but it was when they had Davy Jones and they were doing some parlay, but he's not because of his curse, he's not allowed on dry land, so they had him standing in a bucket of water. What? <laughs> Mm-hmm. That seems like such an odd technicality for an ancient curse to behold. Mm-hmm. It was like, eh, bucket's not land. <laughs> He's in water. And also, uh, in the background, you notice several other buckets of water leading up to it, so it's like he jumped from bucket to bucket. Yeah, I think that's in the third movie. Hmm. I believe, where they have the parlay with Davy Jones. I have very vague memories of seeing the first movie. I don't think I saw the second. I just know parts of it. And beyond that, I definitely never saw them. The second is Davy Jones' locker. Yeah. The third... Squid Face farts a lot. And his army of the undead men. Yes. And then the last... The third one... I almost said the last one. I can only wish. (laughs) Uh, The third one was... Uh, uh, beyond the end of the world, world's oh, end, at, yeah. at world's end, or whatever. And then the one after that was the search. Was still coming. We're still going. Mm-hmm. It was the one about the search for the Fountain of Youth. 
And then the one after Ooh, with Ponce de Leon. Yes. And then the one after that. I know someone whose last name is de Leon. Really? Yeah. That's a cool name. Yeah. The Lion. <laughs> he was not a cool guy. No? No. Nah. Was his name Ponce? No. Was he a conquistador? No. Uh, I've heard rumors that I don't know. I haven't confirmed this with any with like research, but I think I saw something somewhere about them rebooting the Pirates franchise. Yeah, I'd watch it. It wouldn't have Johnny Depp in it, thank God. What? We don't like him. He's the woman beater now. <sighs> We're not allowed to like him. Okay, well. The whole reason you watched the movie was for Jack Sparrow. Well, there's still going to be a Jack Sparrow. Mm. Maybe they'll just get Russell Brand this time. Yeah, because they just had Johnny Depp playing Russell Brand. Uh, but honestly, Johnny Depp, he was usually a good actor. Mm. But to be honest, I don't think he was ever the kind of actor where it's like, oh, we could have gotten someone else to do it. Huh? I, he's, I don't think he's ever, like, been someone who's, like, no one else could have possibly played this role. Because I feel like a lot of times he acts certain roles in, like, almost, like, with kind of being like Russell Brand as Jack Sparrow. I feel like he does things where mm. for one person to be able to do it, it's like, yeah, that's, that's impressive. But any one person playing any one of those roles is like, well, yeah, anyone could have done that. Mm. I think it's just more impressive that he does all of these things. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Oh, anything else fun to note about your Christmas? Because that's still what we're talking about. Yes, we had a slight diver- uh, divergence. Di- yeah. Mm, Discre- di- di- no, divergence? Di- digressing. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yes, we digressed. Two roads digressed in a yellow wood. <clears throat> I burnt them all down. I but burnt I di- the wood. But I digress. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> um, let's see. We opened presents. That was fun. Um, we got my mom. Uh, let's go. Uh, Pokemon. E- let's oh. go, Eevee. Oh yeah. What what fun presents did you purchase for people? I got my younger sister some super good socks called Darn Tough Socks. Mm. They're supposed to be the best socks you can get. That they're, they're... oh, I like that. Darn. That's funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Also. I've become somewhat of a sock connoisseur. Mm. I get annoyed by a lot of socks. I like these Pickle Rick socks, but they're the kind that are too tight. Mm. They have too much... The the binding is too tight at the entry hole of the sock. And I've noticed that that is a common issue with fun socks. And I don't... I don't necessarily blame them because they're going for durability. Mm. Especially because it, it... Especially with fun socks, you typically want them to last longer. And I've I've been, I'm hitting the age now where a lot of my fun socks that were from one of my more initial batches are starting to die. And honestly, a part of me dies. I feel like they're all my horcruxes, and a part of me does die when I have to throw them away. Well, it explains the dwindling sanity. Yeah, uh, the the sallowness of my face. The weird nose thing that's going on. All right, uh, it's pleasant for them to hear. So you got your sister some socks. I got my sister some socks. I got Becca some, uh, my other sister, mm. some, uh, I don't know, what did I get her? Oh, I got her alpaca yarn. Ooh. She loves to knit, and alpaca yarn is good. 
Alpacas got good fur. Super soft. Uh, and then we got my dad a sake warmer, and my mom Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, and the uh, and now you will have to wrestle her every day to play the Switch. It's possible. <laughs> Between Smash and Let's Go Eevee, it's going to be a throwdown. But you know what? You can play a round of Mario Party to settle who gets to who gets to play their oh, game. Okay, mom, let's play an hour long game <laughs> to see who gets to use the Switch for. An hour. <laughs> well, I would say you can play around to Smash for it, but I mean that's kind of counterproductive for her. I don't know if it is. I'm not very good even. <laughs> really? I I've, I am I, I rate myself about a CP five. Ooh, that, I mean that's better than me. I'm like a CP two. I'm like the one. I'm like the one that where I'm facing the wrong way and I use my ultimate my final smash. Oh no. Oh no. I'm the one where. Uh, like get shot in the air a little off the map, like a little off the platform, and you don't have to worry about me getting back. He's not coming. <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. And like I'm even playing a snake who has the parachute. Oh, the little chopper thing. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Um, so we're gonna be taking a quick break right now. We are. Yeah. All okay. right. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes in or so. That's that's usually break time. Okay. All right. See so everyone we'll later. See you after the intermission. Oh. Oh. <laughs> This episode of Tea and Whiskey is brought to you by Roscoe. Do you find yourself lonely at night? Do you find that you don't have a friend to spend the day with? Well, your answers are all solved with Roscoe. Whenever you need a person for a special event, call Roscoe. Roscoe will set you up with your own personalized person. Need a date for your bitch sister's funeral? Call Roscoe. That office Christmas party? Roscoe has your back. Anything from a night on the town to your nephew's bar mitzvah, Roscoe has the person for you. Use code TWISK at Roscoe.man for 50% off your next person. Now, back to the show. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know why. Welcome back from the funeral. I don't know what happened. I think somewhere along the lines, I went through and looked at some of the old, old uh, edits some of my eyes are just getting like less less happy and less as we go on. It went from in the bridge where it was hi, hello, and welcome to Tea Whiskey. Now it's hi, hello. Well, that's me. You, you I mean... know I messed up. I messed up. Oh, okay. I'm... Hi, hi, hello. Welcome to Tea Whiskey. I'm Bo, and I'm Ethan. Uh... <laughs> I sound like Eeyore, <laughs> and I sound like I. Who am I? Who am I, Bo? Oh, I shouldn't have asked you a question right when you took a big cookie bite. Mm. My fatal flaw. We switched from apples to cookies now. <laughs> We've had a full breadth. Because of... I weigh 600 pounds. <laughs> um. Hey, I guess we can, uh, I can say, uh, we can say what we got Michelle, we're getting Michelle for Christmas. Since it should be there before. Oh, that goes up. Actually, Michelle should have gotten hers already. Re- Wait, the the real thing or the the present from us? Oh, the present from us I haven't sent yet. Okay, okay. Well, we're um. So the fans of this podcast know about the classic Chef Boyardee gag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and we told Michelle we were getting her a present, with our plan being to send her a case of Chef Boyardee. 
But then she made a tweet. She memed a tweet that said what you expect your friends to get you versus what I expect mine to get me. And it was like a locket or something. And the, what her, she expected her friends to get was a can of Chef Boyardee beef ravioli. Mm, so right. we had to one-up that bitch. And do you, do you know we're going to get her? Bush's baked beans. Bush's barbecue baked grilling beans. Mm. Because we're funny. Never going to see that coming. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have gone with something canned. I haven't bought them yet. Mm. Maybe we should get her like... Squid ink. Subscriber to Bedwetters Anonymous. <laughs> My dad, when he was in college, have I told you this? No. My dad, was when he was in college, lived in an apartment with his friend and uh, my mom. And their greatest enemy. <laughs> no. And they they loved, I think it was Carl. I, I think it was <clears throat> Carl who was the friend. His name was Carl. Carl is a good friend name. Yeah. Um, it's not good to be a Carl. Good to have a good to have a Carl. Carl is a friend. Um, but Carl, <laughs> they they like to play pranks on him, an innocent kind of normal pranks, yeah, like what we do. Um, but Carl, one day they were just like, you know what, Carl's gonna get it. We're gonna prank him bad. So they went to you know in a Giant where they have like the little community boards with mm-hmm. like the little pool tabs for like guitar lessons and whatnot. Yeah. They signed him up for everything they could find. <laughs> everything. And they signed him up for lessons. They signed him up so he's getting calls for like, uh, Mr. Carl, uh, we have you scheduled for a guitar lesson today. Are you coming? And he's like, I don't play guitar and I, I, I don't have one and I don't want to. But their favorite was he got he got uh, uh, subscribed to Parrot Talk, a bird magazine. <laughs> He got, That's a great name for a bird magazine. Uh, he got subscribed to Cat Fancy, a cat magazine. Oh, I'm familiar with Cat Fancy. And he got subscribed to Bedwetters Anonymous. <laughs> That's real? Yes, it's real. <laughs> and so he, uh, their favorite was he got a call from Bedwetters Anonymous, and they're like, uh, hi, sir. So uh, we got this call. We, we got this number as the uh, location for uh, uh, Mr. Carl and whatever his name. He's like, yeah, that's me. And they're like, okay, so we are Bedwetters Anonymous, and we just wanted to say we're here for you. If you're ready to talk at any time, he's like, I am not a bedwetter. I, I don't need this service. The first step is Yeah, and they said, sir, the first step is admitting that you're a bedwetter. He's like, I am not. <laughs> A bedwetter. I don't know. I'm not. I didn't want. I've never signed up for this. And they're like, well, sir, I, I know sometimes it can be hard to face your fears and admit that you have a problem. But as soon as you do it, it becomes easier to grieve. He's like, I unsubscribe me. I do not want to be a part of your bedwetters anonymous. And so he would get these calls from bedwetters anonymous and he would try to cancel his subscription to Parrot Talk, and they'd be like, "Are you sure you want to cancel Parrot Talk? You don't have we'll a special three months free. You don't. You have a. You don't have a special bird that you're interested in." And he goes, "I do not have any pets, let alone a parrot." <laughs> and he would be getting all of these calls from guitar lessons and That's Parrot funny. Talk, and That's really funny. And he would get the calls, and my mom and my dad would be in the other room. Just cut hands over their mouth in tears. They're they're in stitches, and then he'd come around. And they'd have to like regain their composure. He'd be like, I don't know what is going on. 
I don't know why I'm getting all these calls, and they're like, I don't know, Carl, this is really weird. Maybe someone stole your information. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but this show. My dad does something similar where whenever he is doing something online and it's like, give us your email, he gives them, like, me or my brother's email address so that they contact us instead of him. That's a different thing altogether. I mean, it's similar. It's someone that you, it's someone that they don't want to be receiving information. I guess I don't know. That's why you have burner emails. No, I don't. You don't have an email where you just put all of their hey, do you need something? They're like no. You don't have a work email, and no, no uh, I have an email where I like I don't use my acting email for those things. I have my acting email and then my everything else yeah so that would be your burner email is it yes i mean i still use it i don't i don't use my burner i mean no i do because it's like what i also do for like apple and stuff oh, yeah. like that but yeah hmm. the work and the burner i i where really... you can get your emails from your mistress mm. oh good good mm. to know yeah. you don't where, want that you don't want that on the work email that's where you can send all my emails bo oh no um <laughs> i've never really pulled pranks aside from the chef boyardee one uh, i didn't know I, I it was a lot of thought and effort to prank oh look it's a female cardinal in the bird bath oh how do you know it's a lady uh uh, uh oh cause, oh those massive tits uh yes no <laughs> because the uh look at that chicken breast on her I think it's a female cardinal. I, I don't know 100%, but I believe a male cardinal will be entirely red. Oh, I, I can confirm that. Male oh, cardinals that. are just red with the black eye paint. Yes, well, look look in the back of the tree. Do you see? Ooh, ooh, just, just flew, flew away. A little, little hunk checking out. Some... Subscribe to Parrot Talk to keep getting these updates. <laughs> Subscribe to Birdwatch. <laughs> and a podcast. Birdwatch. A podcast. Where we watch birds and tell you about them. Oh, look. That one's that one's got wings. A marble-breasted cockatee. You know, that was a pretty convincing fake bird name. Thank you. I think because marble-breasted is a real thing. And then cockatoo. Yeah. Oh, um, my dad showed me this video he saw on Facebook. Hmm. It's a guy talking about birds, how birds don't like rounded cages. They like having corners. Yes. Um, so he, was, he had a round bird cage, and he was like, all right, uh, so I'm going to show you how to uh, uh, fix this cage so that it has corners and it is no longer a flat, uh, a round-topped bird cage. And he lays it on his side, and he just jumps and smashes it completely. <laughs> and then his bird is with him when he does that, and he's like, well, what do you think? How does, how does it look? And the bird just starts screaming at him and cursing. He's like, fuck you! The fuck! Fucking no! What? Because it's a parrot. So, it, not a parrot, but one of the oh. birds that can learn words. Oh my oh, god. A word bird. A word, one of those word birds. <laughs> a word bird. Oh no. <laughs> it just starts screaming at him. It was oh. very funny. That's interesting. Yeah. Fun fact? I, just I fact? had it. Is it just a fact? Uh, no, it's pretty fun. Uh, fun fact. Did you know? Do you know when the twelve days of Christmas are? It's after Christmas. Yes. It's, it ends on the fifth or the sixth of January. You I believe. are correct. Do you know what the twelve days of Christmas are? Um, it's the it, the Feast of Fools, right? Possibly. Wait, no, that's Hunchback. Yeah, no, no, it's not the Feast of Fools. It's oh, Miss Rule Day. I was thinking yes. of Miss Rule Day. Yes, but. 
the uh, 12 Days of Christmas, so the song, yes, is oh, written. you were going for the song. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, no, the, no, no. The, the bird song, yes. Yes, yes. Bird song. Oh. Our favorite song. It is good. I've compl- I don't know. I've I've unwav- I've unwoven. Um, I don't know where I was going the, with my The 12 clue. Days of Christmas. I know. I, I can't uh, remember. The, uh, performance of it. I don't know. Uh, the song, where it comes from, why there are a bunch of fucking birds in a song. Uh, well, well, each of the things are emblematic of both religious iconography. Yeah. Partridge and... Pear Tree is the Holy Spurt. Yes, the Spurt. <laughs> the Holy Spurt. Oh, look at Jesus. It's, it's a, a partridge. The Holy, Holy Spurt. Spurt. <laughs> it's in a partridge. Thank you, Inspector Kemp. <laughs> Oh, it's a partridge. Jesus. Unst on partridge. On a partridge. Um. What are some of the other iconography oh, found know. in the, the Ten Lords of Leaping? Uh, the twelve drummers drumming. Uh, actually, Roman footmen coming to stab Jesus in the throat. They miss and they get, get his, his hands, his kidneys. Oh. Like, they, they with the spear. With oh, the yeah. Spear. Not with the nails. Oh, right. Not the nails. Okay. That's the five golden rings. <laughs> five gold rings. It's not the five um, golden have rings. Have you heard the Shrek the Halls Christmas album? I will never listen to Shrek the Halls. Um, Because their version of the 12 Days of Christmas, it's five onion rings. Because onions are like ogres. No. Onions and are like I mean, it's the same thing. Ogres are like onions. Onions are like ogres. I mean, if you're if you if you're a father ogre talking to baby ogre, and he's like, "Oh, daddy, what's with this onion?" and he's like, "Oh, you see, son, onions are like ogres." And, and then he <laughs> grabs his face and peels back <laughs> layers to reveal a younger, smaller ogre beneath. <laughs> <laughs> And the kid's like, Oi, Pop, what you mean? And he's like, well, Ogres smell bad? Well, yes, son, yes. They make you cry. Oh, yes, you're right there, too, son. They have layers. And that was, um... That's actually a new script I'm working on. That's not... That is... That's... That's... That's just the the, <laughs> the, the, the dialogue from Shrek 1 between Donkey and Shrek. I gotta talk to my lawyer. I don't... I think... It's already in a published stage play, Bo. I think you've got bigger problems. Oh, jeez. I don't think the lawyer's a problem. I think everyone's just going to go, isn't that a Shrek line? <laughs> Why are they talking about ogres in a play about a house drama? I don't, I'm don't. i confused. <laughs> I thought the mother was addicted to pills, and now they're talking about ogres. Why is this Why is this bedroom comedy talking about ogres? <laughs> oh, Count Roloff. Ravish me, ravish me. Oh, you see, <laughs> you see, Roloff I, is an ogre I, like an onion. I'd love to, but I gotta peel take, the clothes off of you like layers of an onion. I gotta talk to you about ogres first. <laughs> what? <laughs> Close your legs. Let's talk. Why? First of all, first of all, why is his name Count Roloff? <laughs> and then he has a Cockney accent. <laughs> Cockney accent. More specifically, <laughs> why is he talking about ogres? What drove him to this? Why did we come see this play? <laughs> Count Roloff and Ogre Talk. No, my pen, my pen name is Noel Coward, but without the umlaut over the over the e. 
Uh-huh. So, uh, uh, I didn't realize there was a... Yeah, North North Cal- I don't know if it's over the E, but it's definitely over something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember Let me that. look at it. Noel. Ca- coward. <clears throat> yeah, it's over the E. I'm oh. no coward without it. So people think they're going to see a, a classic British uh, com- high comedy, and instead they get a cockney guy wearing suspenders and uh, tidy whiteies with a with a little p- newsboy cap lecturing a woman half nude about ogres and onions. <laughs> I'll be honest. If I found out Noel Coward wrote a play called Ogre Talk, I'd be like, oh, I bet that's funny. <laughs> He's a funny man, and that's a weird title. (laughs) That's the first act. The first act is him talking to her about ogres and onions. And the second act is her half relaying that information to her mother and half uh, bemoaning her state of being with this man. Mother, I just don't understand why he talks about this. Just talk what you see, love. Just talk about how unsatisfied she was with the evening. I mean... The lovemaking was and good, he, but there was too he, much talk she, about She monologues for most of the act, and then right towards the end, the, the mother not, like nods her head, pauses for a moment, and goes, Well, he's right, love! They all look like onions! And then pulls an onion out of her purse, oh, and the audience erupts in laughter every time. Oh, God. And then uh, act three, because everyone... <laughs> oh, yeah, at, at the act three. I forgot. We know that it's a... It's a, it's high, a coward. It's, it's a, a coward. high comedy, yeah. even. High comedy have yes. act threes, where it gets even sillier. Yeah. Eventually, Count Roloff Roll comes to to her house, storming in, quite furiously, dressed as an ogre, <laughs> with a with a pearl necklace, but instead it's pearl onions. Uh, he he proceeds <laughs> to <laughs> confront her about her lack of understanding of ogre kind until her. His mother comes in and is also coming in to berate her about the uh, uh, ogre talk. And you would think this would lead to her mother and her lover falling in love, but no. They, they just opposing viewpoints on ogres. No. They have the exact same monologue for 33 minutes, which they do in perfect <laughs> syncrasy. Syncrasy? Syncricity. Yeah. Perfect. Syncrosity? Synchronicity. Perfect. Togetherness, whatever. Hey Siri, is synchronicity a word? Sorry, I couldn't find synchronicity oh, I thought a word you said, in the music. I thought you said placing. Let me ask it. Hey Siri, what are the different forms of synchronous? What? Synchronous is not a word. Why you? Because it's not a word. Okay. I found this on the web. For what are the different forms of synchronous? Synchronous is a word. Synchronous? Yes. Um, alright. I just gotta find the different... Different... Forms... I'm sorry. You're you're hearing... You're hearing mental states unravel uh, as you're listening. Oh, the following are common types of synchronous process. I don't want that. Uh, What what does synchronous mean? Okay, I'm going to... Do we even know what synchronous... Yes! Occurring at the same time, coinciding in time... Contemporaneous, simultaneous. Okay, synchronous. Is um, synchronicity a word? Then? Okay, related forms. Synchronously. No. S- synchronously. Yeah, it's an adverb. They would perform it synchronously. Ah. Synchronousness. 
non-synchronous, non-synchronously. Okay, in the uh, on. All right, so it would be synchronously. Uh, perfectly synchronously. Okay. Perfectly yeah. in sync. Ah, that's what the word I was looking for. In sync. Perfectly oh, wow. in sync. We just got to look to our boy bands. They <sighs> are the future. They are the past, the future, and the ogre. <laughs> Fun fact. Past, the future, and the ogre is the name of this episode. Past, the future, and the ogre. I am the ghost of ogre. <laughs> What? I thought it was supposed to be Christmas future. No, no, he was last time. I'm Ghost of Ogre. Look towards the ogre. I'm um, going to submerge you in mud. <laughs> what? Until the bubbles stop. <laughs> I saw a tweet that said, uh, this is the perfect chance for three interns dressed as ghosts to set the country back on course in the White House. Oh, Be- damn. Because they just... Donald Trump spoiled Santa for a boy that called. Because the... The uh, president, first lady, uh, a lot of times will do like kind of things with NORAD, where they answer phone f- the phones and talk to children who are calling to find out where Santa is. Mm. Um, and he s- asked, an, uh, I think, a seven-year-old boy named Coleman. So, do you still believe in Santa? And, and then there's like a small pause, and he goes, "Cause it's kind of marginal at, at seven, right?" And then he goes, <laughs> "Merry Christmas." And it's like. Okay, first of all, did you just say marginal to a child? It's marginal at that age, right? Yeah. And then also you said, so, uh, you still on this Jesus kick or what? So, uh, you still believe in ogres? I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm stuck on ogres. I just watched a video. Ogres are stuck on you. I just watched a video essay on. Ogres? uh, uh, No, on the Shrek fandom. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, their whole thing was how strange the Shrek fandom is. Well, because it started, it, it was just a pretty good children's movie. And then it had a couple of sequels, as children movies are wont to do. And then the internet just, for some reason, latched onto it. Well, everything's got a fandom. But the Shrek movies are also very, uh, I don't know, strange in their presentation. And they were saying Shrek is a parody of all things Disney. Oh, yeah. And as a result, you would expect the Shrek fandom to be a parody of all things fandom, which they are. Like, Shrekfest is really weird because it's parodying everything that a fandom huh. is. So it is both a parody of what it, of, of a fandom like and Waluigi. a true fandom. Yes. It is Waluigi. It's a reflection of... Well, no, it's not a quadruple reflection. Yeah. It's Wario. Yeah, it's Wario. Hmm. All we need is a Shrek fandom fandom. I love Shrek fans. They're my favorite people. Um, that's funny. Well, uh, originally Chris Farley was supposed to be the voice of Shrek. Who was it? What? Who was the voice? Mike Myers. Who is that? Wayne's World. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's Shrek. I didn't know that. Yeah, Chris Farley was supposed to be Shrek. Yeah. Which makes sense. Mm. He seems very Shrekky. The whole concept was different. He was the ogre. He was gonna be a young, like, teen, late teens, early twenties, like slacker yoger, a slacker yoger. You slacker yogas, you <laughs> a slacker ogre, and who didn't want to go into the the family business of terrifying townspeople. Mm. And then when Chris Farley overdosed on that speedball, uh, Mike Myers was contacted, and he was like, "All right, but we're changing the whole script." That was my Mike Myers doing a Scottish accent impression. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I did not know it was Mike Myers. Yeah. How interesting. 
He is a strange person. He is. I? Wait a second. What? No, 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 You're no. You're related no. to him? No, 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 no. He's I thought Canadian. I, I thought I saw him in a play once, but I didn't. No, I don't think he's done a play. Did you know that Tyler, well, facts. Pe- <laughs> Tyler Perry mostly does plays? I did not. Yeah. No. All of his Medea movies, for, not all of them, but the character of Medea started as a, a stage character. I believe that. Yeah. Uh, and all uh, like all the most of his movies kind of started. From, he was a playwright long before a, a film writer. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. And uh, he's retiring the character of Medea this uh, year. Really? Yep. Oh, in a final be stage play. A lot of very sad people in the world. My mom, one of them. Really? My mom is a massive Medea fan. Uh, she used to go uh, to every, like, not premiere. She didn't, like, go to the premiere of it. But she would go see all of the movies with her one friend, uh, Judy. Uh, and then a few years ago, her uh, friend Judy actually passed away. Oh, no. So, um, so my mom's husband actually took her to see the like to see it and then went to Burger King with her after because that's always what her and her friend did. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Very sweet, though. Yeah. My mom used to always joke that she, that when she was a grandmother, she would want us to call her Medea. And I was like, maybe we don't go with a maternal family member named Medea. I was I was going to say, I was worried that you were going to say, well, my mom used to. And I said, oh, no, please don't say went to parties as Medea. <laughs> oh. Every costume party, she got a chance. Boom. Medea. Medea. Right in your face. Right She'd there. walk in and go, hello. <laughs> and everyone go, oh, no. Oh, gee. <laughs> no one invited you, Medea. <laughs> All um, right. Well, hey, yeah. that's the podcast. Podcast was about, uh, for some reason, Christmas, Shrek, and Medea. All right. I don't know why. Mer- Merry day to you. It's a weird day. All right. Well, have... Happy New Year, everyone. Yes. Hope you a... had a Merry Christmas. Have a ha- we should have talked about New Year's more. Eh, that's fine. I'll be at the beach in a hot tub. I don't know where I'll be. Probably at home. Six feet under. Possibly. All right. Uh, so yeah, have in a, a mine. <laughs> a very shallow mind. My grandma was telling me that uh, kids in her high school made a parody song of White Christmas back in the 40s. Oh, no. Called Black Christmas. Because of the coal dust. Because of the coal dust. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> That's can. The daughter of a coal miner. Oh, boy. All right. Well, well this has been uh, the Teen Whiskey Podcast. And we'll see you all here next, next time. time. Oh, boy. Get out of my house.